This is Agronomy Moment. I'm Wendell Cohen. Good day to everybody. Uh, joining me today is Scott Dickey, Regional Agronomist Manager for Bex Hybrids. He's formerly been the field agronomist here in our area of the neck of the woods and still covering us as well until we find a agronomist Working to on. join us. Yes, and I've had some good promise there. Nevertheless, um, well supported by Scott's work here as he continue forward into this season. Wanted to talk a little bit about spring planting and as we get, we're getting really close, we're on the verge. I think if we hadn't got this rain, we'd have seen this weekend things starting to happen. Um, but there's some anhydrous acres still going in and so that brings me to a question is some of the challenges. First of all, what are some challenges we can run into, Scott? If we get too close with our anhydrous applied here in the spring to our planting or seed trench. Sure. You know, some of the things we can run into be related to damaging that radical as soon as it emerges from the seed, burning it. And when we burn it, the seed's dead. You know, we see that often and that especially in drier years. So I was a little concerned here a few weeks ago or even yep. just a few days ago when we were still very dry, you know, when we run into higher risk. Um, in terms of even herbicide carryover, but nitrogen burn of our seed. But with the rainfall, that's going to help a little. But for the fields where we still have applications that need to be made, we need to make sure that we can do everything we can to separate the seed from the anhydrous. And that's either through time, by waiting from when we apply, uh, versus from when it, uh, we plant, or by depth, you know, distance in the ground. You know, and what so. was the, what time are you thinking of when you think in terms of days, weeks? Oh, you know, that's, that's got a million dollar question, you know, yep. to be able to give a specific answer would be okay. false. It'd be hard to do that. Yeah. But, you know, typically if, if, if I can get out there to a week, I feel pretty safe, seven, 10 days, you yep. know, but we have guys that'll go in and plant right as soon as the anhydrous, sure. machine, you know, applicators left and it the could, field. It and may need to happen. Okay. But, Typically, if you want to reduce your risk, you're going to increase the time or distance between the seed. You know, so we can talk about offsetting your planter from the anhydrous applicators, uh, you know, the application rows versus where a seed is to help with that deeper application of the anhydrous if you're using a bar with a knife. Seven, eight inches. Yep. Anything like that. Just again, it's separation either through time or distance in the ground. Yeah. Uh, reduces the risk. Okay. Good stuff. Another question we're going to talk about here as we relate to the spring, and that has to do with weed control. Some of us, some many put on in fall applied. We intended to in our own operation, did not get that done. Some others may have greening up fields and seeing blooming of winter annuals and so on. What are some things that we can still spray? Can I still spray basis or some of these other blends or Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. I mean, we was looking at the basis label yesterday, and yeah. yeah, that's still safe application. You know, there's many options out there. You know, whether we talk about 2,4-D, talk about Roundup, you know, tank mixes of those, yeah. dicambas, chromoxone, uh, Sharpen, lots of different products out there that can give us some burn down activity on the emerged weeds. And I think it's a matter of making sure you come up with a recipe that's going to be effective on the pressure that you have present in the field. You know, I was talking yes. about henbit. I'm going to see a henbit starting to blossom like crazy in yes. the bright lit areas around my yard even. And yep. show you how good a job I do in my yard having henbit growing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, lots of options out there and making sure that we just select uh, programs that will give us a good burn down so that we can start clean and allow our end season products the ability to do their best. You know, so we don't have to focus on killing winter annuals while we're also trying to get prepared for the big beasts that come during the growing season like your water hemp and things yep. like that. So. so tell me a little bit about 
some products is like that can help melt some of that a little more faster. Hint that sometimes it's so bulky, you start using tillage tools here and it starts to wad up. Right. Is there anything out there that helps with that or moxone fries plants okay. down? You know, uh, I think sharpens fairly quick in a lot of cases, okay. you know, and those would be a couple options out there. But, you know, in general, when I look at what winter annuals do, the problem we run into is a lot of times we're trying to control them after they're already flowering. They've moved into reproductive yes. growth. They're reaching maturity. So most herbicides, to me, seem to struggle to really bring those down to the ground. Even though they're okay. done, you know, yes. it's more of a revenge spray at that point. Yep. And so it's difficult to... Uh, with, without using a contact type product, it's really going to fry yeah. the plant down. Yeah. If you're trying to use something that translocates, you're not going to see as effective bring down of those plants to the ground, making okay. them simpler to deal with because they're at the end of their life cycle. Yeah. And that's one of the difficulties we run into with those types of weeds, the winter annuals. Okay, that makes sense. And then, and here pretty soon, you think, is Maristel already starting? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those guys, yeah. their rosettes are out there everywhere. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have both emergence in the fall and spring with that special. We're looking at like, especially like corn stalks and stuff where we're not gonna be able to take care of those with tillage maybe at this point. They need to be watched real closely because they'll start to bolt here in what, yep. several weeks or so. Yeah, it won't be very long, you know, especially with the heat, you know. Yes. I've heard some people talk about what we cold things probably aren't doing what they're supposed to be. I think, you know, we've been actually having some decent weather lately and it's been interesting you just see how well the wheat's greened up just in the yep. last week. Lawns are starting to green up. Fields are really starting to green up in the winter annuals, so even the mare's tail type species, they'll be bolting before we know it. You know, next week, uh, you know, here we are, they're going to be the first week of April right away, and got yep. highs in the mid to upper 70s coming, and things are really going to start taking off. It's okay. going to change rapidly. Yep, absolutely. Thank you everyone for watching today. Uh, we had this short little video and update put out to help uh, maybe things dry up after this rain. So, anyway. If you need help with your operation, go to topagservices.com forward slash signups to receive alerts. This is Agronomy Moment. Hey, this is Wendell Cohen, show host and producer. Thank you to all those who made this show possible. This show is over. See ya.